again this is the another first uh saturday in the new month the first saturday in may 2023 today saturday the 6th of may 2023 and i'm happy to be here to uh join uh their brother shiri presenting the impact clinic on gospel radio with Oyedele. my brother how are you doing today uh very well sir beautiful beautiful always a pleasure to have you uh for those who joined us last month uh in april uh we had a wonderful time uh, uh with uh brother shewon Oyedele for impact clinic on gospel bells radio and this promises to be uh yet another impactful session uh Shion, do you want to talk to us uh, just very briefly uh, what's the focus of the of the presentation today okay uh once again we are welcome to the May edition of Impact Clinic. Uh, the focus for today, we are going to be looking at career, okay. basically, and um, being uh, the nature or the culture here of this radio program, we'll be engaging people with the mind of Christ. Oh, yes. We'll be engaging the culture with the mind of Christ. So we are talking about career, we'll be looking at it in line with the will of God for one's life. In line with the wills of with the will of God for one's life. So you see, this, this promises to be uh, a really, really enriching. Service. This, this is what you can do. You can invite others. Just uh, copy if you receive the notification for this. Just copy it and put it on your WhatsApp status and let many others join. Or just let people know that you are listening to a beautiful program, an enriching program on www.gospelbellsradio.com. www.gospelbellsradio.com it's impact clinic with Sheum Oyedele. Do stay with us. We'll be back shortly uh, for uh, just the commencement of the impact impact clinic with Sheum Oyedele. Gospelbellsradio.com is a community of believers learning together, praying together, bearing one another's burdens, and engaging the culture with the mind of Christ. To listen to live programs, tune in to www.gospelbellsradio.com. God bless you. Hello friends, my name is Olaolua and I love listening to gospelbellsradio.com. Hello friends, my name is Praise and I love listening to gospelbellsradio.com. Hello friends, my name is Afala B. Ajani and I love listening to gospelbellsradio.com. Hello friends, my name is Olaide and I love listening to gospelbellsradio.com. Learning together, praying together, bearing one another's burdens and engaging the culture with the mind of Christ. To listen to live programs, tune in to www.gospelbellsradio.com. God bless you. I know, yes, God bless you indeed. Uh, once again, it's gospelbellstudio.com and the program is Impact Clinic with Sheung Oyedele. If you join us at the beginning of this program, you are the voice of Sheung Oyedele talking, uh, giving us a general overview of what, this, of, of what this presentation will be about. Now, you can be a part of this program. This is what you have to do. Very simple. Just tap the WhatsApp widget on the bottom right-hand corner of our page. Tap that WhatsApp widget and send in your questions, send in your contributions and uh, towards the end of this program, we are going to put them uh, to Shion Edele who is going to then engage with them engage with them so just look at our page you can tap uh, the button that says say something so if you are listening and you want to make a contribution just tap that uh, that WhatsApp we did and send a message and uh, that would be so beautiful if you want to join our community join tap that form uh, that says join our community the, the radio will still be playing you'll still be hearing and towards the end of this program you can actually call into the studio so now I'm going to uh, invite uh, the convener of this program, uh, Shewe Idele, uh, for the presentation today. So, uh, my brother, once again, it's a pleasure to have you here at gospelbestradio.com. And uh, we pray that this will be yet another impactful se- session indeed. Yeah, we trust God for that, sir. Oh, yes. Okay, uh, good afternoon, everyone out there. Uh, we bless God for the April edition where we looked at time. We look at understanding time. And one word or one statement that kept reoccurring in the course of the session was that it is good to live, but it is best to live for impact. 
And so we are here for Impact Clinic, the May edition. Okay? Um, whenever we gather together, whenever we come this way for the Impact Clinic, it, it is radio section program where we will be addressing issues that will help us, that can help enhance our life. We can live a more effective and uh, efficient life. Because like I always say that the, the mind of God for every believer is beyond just the spiritual aspect. God is concerned about the minutest thing about your life. So the goal of the session is to enhance holistic living. Holistic living uh, because God is just not, uh, he is not just concerned with you as regards some aspect of your life. He's concerned about the whole aspect of your life. So today we'll be addressing the topic career and our aim is to expose every participant uh, to know about making the ch a career choice in line with God's purpose over such a life. In line with God's purpose over such a life, if you're with me, if you can hear me out there, I would love you to sing this song with me. I know that I can make it. Yes. I know that I can stand. No matter what may come, may come my way, my life, my life is in your hands. No matter what comes your way, with Jesus you can make it. So uh, what we're going to be looking at, it's possible, you know, many of us, we've gone, you know, you've graduated from the university, you've graduated from Polytechnic or College of Education, but you know, you know that what you study in school is not what you should live for. And so today, this session, we're trusting the Lord to help deliver us from living a life, our life as a game of luck. No, you can't afford to do that. You can't afford to live your life on probability. You can't afford to live your life by chance. And so that is why we have to sing that song that with Jesus, we can make it. With Jesus, we can live. A songwriter says that because I live, I can face can tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Okay? So that is the basis. That's the compass. That's where we're going to be taking off from this morning. Like I said, we're going to be talking on career. And that is our focus this morning. But you know, as we journey in life, I believe that there are three aspects of your life that you must pay keen attention to. One of it is your relationship with God. And you know you don't start a relationship with God without salvation. The mm -hmm. entrance to relationship with God is the true salvation of your life, not an assumption. You don't just assume that because I was born into a Christian family, then I'm a believer. No. Your journey, your relationship, your fellowship with God starts true salvation. And so... The, like I said, the three main aspects of your life that you must pay keen attention to as you sojourn on earth. Number one, if you must live a, peace, a life that is full of peace, a peaceable life, you know, and not a pitiable life. Some persons have resolved to live a life of pity. But with this that we're doing this morning, God is delivering you from such life this morning in the name of Jesus. And Amen. so, your relationship with God is key. The second aspect you mustn't joke with in your sojourn on earth is marital partner. I believe we're going to be doing relationship talk even in one of the series on this uh, radio program. And the third thing is your career. If you get your relationship with God right, if you get your relationship, I mean, your marital relationship right, and you get your career right, this is entrance to peace. This is entrance to peace. And so today, I'm addressing one of these core issues, one of these cardinal matters, which is career. So on a rescue mission is what we had this morning. We want to help you, we want to help teenagers, we want to help people out there to be delivered from the tendency of living their life on probability, on chances. You can afford to live your life as a game of luck. No. You must be certain. You know, I've heard believers say that I know the one that owns the future, even though I don't know what the future holds. Come on. If you know he that owns the future, 
He has the capacity to reveal what the future holds for you. The Bible speaking in the book of Psalm 25, verse 14. He said, the secret things belong to God. But he said, but he revealed it to them that fear him. So meaning that God can reveal your future to you. Colossians chapter 1, verse 26 says, the Bible says that the, 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 the mystery that has been hidden from ages, he said, is now disclosed to the saints. He said, this is the mystery. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Verse 27 of Colossians chapter 1. So when you know he that owns the future, you should also know what the future owes for you. And so you should not just be living without a target, without a, an ambition. No. So today, as I said, we were talking on career, but I'm not going to be talking as an academician. I'm not going to be talking as an academician. I'm going to be talking because our drive this morning is to help you make a choice of career in line with God's will for you. So um, when I talk about career in this session, I'm not going to be talking in line with your paid employment. Yeah. We are not just talking in line with paid employment or your course of study. So it's suffice it's at this point to say, then what is career? What is career? What, what, when you say career, what, when you say this is my career as a believer, as a Christian, as somebody created by God, what should be your definition of career? Number one, your career is your curse in and of life. C-O-U-R-S-E. Your curse in life. Your curse of life. Now, the word curse is the same word as raise. So the Bible says in the book of Hebrews that we, 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 there is a race. That's Hebrews chapter 12. He said there is a race that has been set before us. He said we should run with perseverance. Hebrews chapter 12, from, chapter 12 yeah, verse 1. He made us understand that there is a race. So when you hear Paul in 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 7 saying that I have fought the good fight. He said I have finished my course. I have fought the good fight. I have finished my course. So, meaning that he came to the end of his career. So, career is the course of your life. Is the, is, the, is the course you are running with. The race you are running in life. So, when you hear Paul say, I have fought the good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. The word cost there is pointing to what he lived for. What is career? Career is your service to your generation. Like I said, this may not be what the dictionary gives you as the definition of career. So it's not a denotative meaning that I'm giving you this morning. I'm not talking about dictionary meaning. I'm talking about when we talk about career to God, who made you? To you who believe that I'm living for God, what should be? What, what, what should I define career as? Number two, you should define career as your service to your generation. When you look at Jesus, in Matthew chapter 20, verse 28, you know, he, that, that when I'm speaking on leadership, that is the, the, the verse of the scripture that I make use of because I see it as Christ's curriculum for leadership. Where he was talking to the disciples that, you know, the Pharisees, when they, they see leadership as lordship. He said, but for you, it's not the same. Then he got to verse 28 and now said, the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to, and to give his life as a ransom. Now, look at it. The Son of Man did not come to be saved, but to serve. So, to, from there, you see that the course of his life was his service to his generation. So, when you look at the book of Acts, chapter 13, verse 36, yeah, you, that is talking about David. The Bible says that after David has saved his generation, he slept with his fathers. So when we are talking about your career, we are talking of your service to your generation. Your service to your generation. What is career? Career is your work. W-O-R-K. 
Career is your work. And when I talk about work, I'm not talking about paid employment. I'm not, I'm not disputing the place of paid employment. I also have a paid employment even currently. But I need you to know that when the Bible was speaking in the book of Genesis chapter 1, talking to Abraham, that God, I mean Adam rather, that God asked him to take charge of the garden. And so I've heard preachers say that God gave Adam work before, before a wife, and so every man should have a work before he marries. Certain is very expedient. But the work God gave to Adam was not paid employment. It was why he is living. The reason God made him was that work he was doing. Let us make a man in our own image so that he can have dominion over everything in the garden. So your, your career is your work. Is your work. Work here is not synonymous to job. So several places in the Bible, especially in the book of John, you see Jesus. In John chapter 4 verse 34, for instance, you see Jesus saying that my meat is to do the will. Some version we say my meat is to do the work of him that sent me. In, in, in John chapter 9, Verse 4, Jesus was speaking. He said, My, he, 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 he said, I must do the work of him that sent me while it is day, for night cometh when no man can work. Now, the word work there again is not paid employment, it's the cost of the life. That is the, 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 the purpose of God for a man. So, what Jesus was invariably saying was, My purpose on earth is to do the, when he said, My meat. So, to Jesus, his purpose was his food. My God. His purpose was his food. His purpose was his work. That is his career. That is the race he had come to run on this planet Earth. What is your career? Your career is your identity. It is what you represent. Your career is your identity. Your career is what you represent. And so, when we are talking about career, you should see beyond what you study in the university. You should see beyond what you study in polytechnic. I do use Paul, for instance. Paul studied law. But we know that a time came when you read the book of Galatians chapter 1, in verse 13, Particularly, Paul said a time came that God had to reveal why he was born to him. And he began to live for that cause. So, I believe there is somebody hearing me out there that you, this part of father, you've been to university, you're working, you, there's still a vacuum in you. you. You still feel you need to live for something more than your 8 to 5 job or your nine to five job or whatever please i'm not don't quit that job but begin to search within you that why am i here on earth when you find that that exactly is the assignment god has given you and that is what i'm i captured as career that is what i i use the word career to encapsulate for this section and so i need you to pay attention to some issues that we're going to be raising now because these are what you need to find your purpose. Many people have heard you need to live for purpose, you need to live for purpose, but the question is, how do I find my purpose? How do I know my career? How do I know what I should live for? How do I know this is what God has ordained me to become? There are many fishermen listening to me now that what God has in mind for you is to be fishers of men. Education had made you fisher, fisherman, but God ordained you to be fishers of men. Don't get it twisted. Because that is... The, the, see, the, look, look, just, just look at Peter, for instance. I told you that when you find, when you solidify your relationship with God, you, you have good relationship, I mean marital relationship, and you get it right in career. That is the the entrance to peaceable life. So I use Peter for instance. Peter was, I don't know, maybe by traditional education or indigenous education, he became a fisherman. That is what education could afford him at that time. But this was the same man in Luke chapter 5 that the Bible said, despite his expertise, 
despite how much of repertoire that he has, the scripture says he toyed all night and he had no catch. <laughs> but the first attempt, even while he was not an expert, the first attempt to present the gospel, to come into the ordination of God for his life, the Bible says he caught 3,000 men. Oh God. Can you see the gap? Meaning that when you come into what God ordained you to, 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 to do, you have come into the realm of sweatless, you know, achievement. Paul was going from nation to nation, persecuting. I, I, I was saying some weeks ago, I was telling somebody that possibly if Paul had continued in the line, Maybe all that we could have heard from him would have stopped in Acts chapter 8. Where people were dropping their clothes at his feet when they were to stone Stephen. Or maybe the journey to Damascus if he had succeeded. But we can see that beyond the book of Acts, Romans and all of the epistles were written by Paul. Why? Because there was a transition from who he made himself to be to who God created him to be. He moved from being a persecutor to a propagator. And that is how he made landmark in life. I say to people, you may not be remembered for your profession, but you can never be forgotten for your contribution. Yeah. So, how do I contribute? How do I serve my generation? How do I serve my generation? That is the answer we are going to you know, have this, month, this afternoon. How do I come to know my purpose? How do I come to know why I'm living? Number one is to answer some questions. And one of the questions you have to answer is who I am. Who am I? Who am I? May I ask you, dear listener, who are you? Please don't be quick to tell me I'm Shewen Yedele, no. Don't be quick to tell me I'm an accountant, no. That's your profession. <laughs> Who are you? Because career does not start until you can define yourself. Your, your purpose, you don't enter into the realm of your purpose until you can successfully define who you are beyond your name. I've never seen, when I read about the story of Jesus, most times I've never seen Jesus say, I am Jesus. <laughs> but I've heard him say, I am the good shepherd. I've heard him say, I am the, the way, the truth, and the life. That is his identity. That is what he had come to do. But unfortunately, when we ask you, who are you? The next, quest, the next response is, I am this. Telling us the name you were given the eighth day. The day you were christened. No. Your, your true identity is your course in life. So self-discovery, self-identity is the springboard of career. Self-discovery, self-identity is the springboard to your purpose. If you don't answer that question, no way. So if you ask me who are you, I tell you I'm the solution. In fact, that is how we came about the solution of it. That is it. I want to give solution to leadership. I want to give solution to marital relationship. I want to give solution to help people find who they are. So who are you? Who are you? Have you asked that question? Who am I? Because inquiry is the price for revelation. If you don't make inquiry, you can't know. You can't know. You can't know. Until you make that inquiry. And when I say inquiry, you are not first asking people around you. You are asking yourself and you are asking God. Because you can't know a thing more than the manufacturer. So one of the ways to find you. Oh, I just remember this song. It said, just one purpose. One passion. To know you more and more. When I know you, I'll find me. When you know God, you will find yourself. When you know God, you will find you. 
it will help you to define you correctly i tell you listener if you are out there you have not found god or you you have a, you, your relationship with god is not solid enough i tell you i don't care how you define yourself it can never be a correct definition your correct definition is in god so i look at a man like gideon his definition is that i'm the least in my tribe i'm the least in my family but when god will introduce him to himself he said you are a man of valor you are a man of valor you are a man of valor i don't know i don't know how jeremiah was defining himself but when god would define him he said come on you are a prophet i have ordained you a prophet jeremiah was defining himself i'm a child i'm a kid but god said no you are a prophet so you must be able to define yourself by answering the question who am i number two you must be able to answer what problem am i here to solve what problem am i here these are these are the way you navigate to finding your purpose your career the reason of your best nobody is created for nothing nobody is born for nothing i say it even if you are born out of wedlock it does not make you unfortunate in god's hand yeah yeah What problem am I here to solve? You have not been created to add to the problem of the world. You have been created to solve the problem of the world. So as a believer, one of the ways God defines you is that you are the salt of the earth. Meaning you are the solution. You are the answer the world is waiting for. Romans chapter, Romans chapter 8 verse 19. He said the necessitation of the creature awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. And sons of God will not manifest until they know why they exist. They will not manifest until they know what problem they have been called to solve. Many people are just, you, 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 they are just dancing, you know, going by the trend. No, a man like Paul will not do that. Every, every apostle that existed before him, they were apostles to the Jew. But he found himself as an apostle to the Gentiles. What problem are you here to solve? The next question, I haven't answered the question, who am I and what problem am I here to solve? The next question to ask yourself is that what do I want to be known for? These are probing questions that helps you find your career, that helps you find your purpose. What do I want to be known for? There is a point where you define your career and there is a point where your career begins to define you. What do I want to be known for? When they hear my name, Shane, they know what should come to the mind of people. What do I want to be known for? When you answer this question, you are on your path to fulfillment in life. Next question to ask yourself is why am I, where am I to function? Where there is a spot, there is a spot, there is a location. I'm not talking of geographical location anyway, but there is a location, there is a spot where you are to function. The Bible talking about a, a, a tree in the book of Psalm 1 verse 3. He said the, 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 the believer, the righteous man will be like a tree planted by the riverside that brings forth its, its fruit in due season. Meaning that there is a location where that tree must be if it must bring forth fruit in due season. There is a, a spot. There is a spot where everyone is to function. Don't be a jack of all trades, the master of none. Find your space. Find your spot. In the world of business, we call it your niche. Your niche. So we are going to continue. Uh, I'm going to state about three more questions you have to answer. Then I will move to how can I achieve my career. Then we'll wrap it up today because of time. Uh, uh, from there, we'll take it up. We've asked four questions. Who am I? What problem am I to solve? What do I want to be known for? Where am I to function?
know, yes, you've been listening to the voice of Shewon Oyedele, who joins us every first Saturday of the month for Impact Clinic on Gospel Burst Radio with Shewon Oyedele. And what an impactful session it has been so far. So if you're listening to us right now, we'd like you to send in your questions or your contributions. The program is not over. Uh, you've had the first four questions posed by uh, Shewon Oyedele. Uh, can you answer those questions? Do you have questions of your own? Uh, do you have views or comments? Just tap the WhatsApp widget on the bottom right-hand corner of our page. Look at that page. Just tap that WhatsApp widget and join us and ask your question. And we're going to post them to uh, Shewon Oyedele just before the end of this program. GospelBestRadio.com is your community, Christian, internet talk radio with a mission to engage the contemporary culture with the mind of Christ. We are a Christian community on radio, engaging the culture with the mind of Christ. If you want to join Gospel Best Radio community and you want to receive um, notifications from Gospel Best Radio, you want to join our prayer meetings, you want to know what's happening, just tap that that that. that uh, gallery and I'll be that says join our community and then you can send us your email and your WhatsApp number as well. So again, I remind you, it's Impact Clinic with Shewon Oyedele. Uh, it comes on air on gospelbestradio.com every first Saturday of the month and you can be a part of this. You can contribute. You can say something by tapping the box that says say something. You, you can see that box. It say something. Just tap it and then to bring up our WhatsApp number on your own WhatsApp app, and then you can immediately chat with us. Thank you very much. So keep those four questions in mind as she um, immediately adds even more questions uh, to, to those. And, and I'm very certain that anyone who reflects on those questions, who goes home with them, who, who does not lose sight of them, will eventually be a person who will live an impactful life. Thank you very much, Sheon. Over to you now. All right. Uh, thank you very much, Barista. Yeah. So we, we are looking at question guides to career paths. Things you should ask yourself. Things you should... You know, it, it's a question you should ask yourself. Why am I here? What do I want to be known for? What problem am I here to solve? And where am I to function? Where, what is my niche? So, having asked those four questions, I will, I'm going to have three more questions you have to ask yourself in B to make a career choice. The fifth one is, what do I want to be remembered for? What do I want to be remembered for? Because man is transient in nature. So the legacy you want, to, you, know, you want to have when you are gone is a major pointer to your career. What do I want to be remembered for when I'm gone? You, you see, the reason some persons you know, don't maximize time, like we said in the previous edition, is because we don't understand that we are not here forever. We can't be here forever. So you should ask yourself, when my eyelids are closed in death, what do I want to be remembered for? Then ask yourself, who have I been sent to? And what is my message to my generation? I said career is your service to your generation. Who have I been sent to? Every man living for purpose knows that he or she has an audience. So Paul will say, I am an apostle to the Gentiles. You hear Jesus saying that I have been sent to the lost sheep of Israel. They, they, they have a message and they have an audience. Have you been sent to the women? Have you been sent to the destitute? Have you been sent to the young ones, the teenagers, the youth? For me, I've been sent to the young minds. Because I believe the hope of tomorrow is the young people. And so, when you see me write books, when you see me organize webinar, or all, my, my attention, my, my, my focus are the young minds. So, what have you been sent to? Have you asked yourself that question? 
and what is your message to your generation? Number seven question on the path to career that you must answer. I'm going to leave it at those seven, then we move to how do I achieve my career because of time. The seventh question you should ask yourself is, who is my pattern? I'm talking about mentorship now and role model. When you see yourself being attracted, now I'm talking of with intention. I'm not saying you just see a celebrity out there and you say, I love what he wears, I want to dress. No. I'm talking of somebody whose activity is, is or life course is in tune with yours. When you find such people, you know, I was in just sometimes ago and uh, a particular pastor came around to minister when we were in NCCF then for one of the state programs that we had. And when I saw him, I required to, you know, to, I want to see him. I want to, I want to meet him. When I met him, I said, sir, I can see you. I can see me in you. I can, that is the same thing I would have told Dr. Miles Morio if he's still alive. If I have the privilege to meet him, I'll say, doctor, I can see me in you. Because these are the, so who, who, who is my pattern? When you find your pattern, when you find your role model, when you find your mentor, I believe one of these days I'm going to do a dichotomy between, you know, spiritual father, a disciple, a mentor, and a role model. Well, I know we use, it, we use them interchangeably. But your role model is somebody who you, I do say that you can't play your role well without a role model. Yeah. And you cannot be well molded without a role model. A role model is who he or she has gone ahead of you. So who is that person you have found? as your role model. It's a pointer to your career in life. Okay? So how can I achieve my career? How can I achieve my career? Number one, run with it. Run with it. Habakkuk chapter 3. Write down the vision. Do it for an appointed time. He said, but it will come to pass. It will. It will. It will. Write down the vision. Get started. This is how to achieve it. It's not that you are seated somewhere and you know your career, you, you, you're just aiming that there's a future one day that you're going to, yes, there is a future one day that you're going to make you know, a lot of things out of it. But you've got to start now. Run with your vision. Your career is associated with your vision. For this generation. So you are not to sit back. To be romancing it in your head. A lot of people have a lot of dreams in their head. They have a lot of ambition in their head. They have a lot of intention. But they have not brought them to reality. They have not brought them from the realm of dream to reality. Because they are still looking for a time where everything. All T's are crossed and all I's are dotted. Before they get started. No you can't wait you can wait. So one of the questions I have asked, I mean, I've been asked around purpose, around business, around ministry, career, is when should I start? And my simple, quest, my simple response has already been start now. Start from where you are. You've seen God show you that you're going to preach to thousands of people. Start with the two persons, your two siblings. You've seen God saying that you're going to be heard all around the world. Start with your social media platforms. Start now. Start somewhere. Start. Run with your vision. Run with it. Because I have found out that the basis of that question lies in the fact that do I have to get everything right before I get started? My dear, you are permitted to start small but don't hang small. You are permitted to start small but don't end small. I believe I'm going to be talking about growth sometimes later. Because with growth, you can move from where you are to where you ought to be. But you've got to start. That, this is how to achieve your career. You've got to start. You've got to run with it. Number two, be disciplined 
in your career how do i achieve my career yes i've asked myself i have the answer to who i am i have the answer to my audience i have the answer to where i'm to function i have the answer to the problem i want to solve i have the answer to all of those questions that we've asked but my dear you need to be disciplined in these three things be disciplined in career in your character rather be disciplined in finance be disciplined with time Be disciplined in character. Be disciplined in finance. Be disciplined in time. Or with time. It was Billy Graham that said that is it Billy Graham now? I can't remember. That said that if you lose your wealth, you've lost nothing. If you lose your health, you've lost something. But if you lose your character, you've lost everything. If you lose your wealth, you've lost nothing. If you lose your health, you've lost something. But if you lose your character, you've lost everything. And that is why I do say character is the seed of your destiny. Character is the seed of your destiny. If you are, if God had ordained that you should be this, look at a man like Joseph. Yes, a lot of people are going to bow to him. But he was disciplined with his character. Genesis chapter 39 verse 9. He said, How will I do this thing and sin against God? If he was character deficient, he can never get to where he is. Yes, he might be the head of the slave in Potiphar's house, but he cannot be a prime minister. Because he, he has character issue. If he has character issue, there is no way, even if he gets there, he will not last there. Charisma may take you somewhere. Your gift can take you somewhere. But what determines how long you will stay there is your character. Where charisma takes you to, it is character that sustains you there. So, you must know, you must know that you've got to be disciplined with your character. It is the seed. That is why when Peter was talking, he said, add to your faith virtue believers must know that it is not just enough that i have faith in god i have and you are character deficient you can't go far in life so paul peter was admonishing he said add to your faith add to your knowledge you mean your faith here he said you should add to it virtue virtue you need character you need character to navigate well from the crash to the, the scratch to the top. The top is not meant for people with bad character. And that is why I ask a believer, what, 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 what are you believing in? As a young believer, that your parent cannot talk to you. Without you giving them response, they say one thing, you say four things back. And you are in the choir, you are singing. You are a prayer warrior. You cannot live in peace with all men. No. So you must be disciplined in character. You are a man of God, a young pastor. You, 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 you have over three girls that you have promised marriage. And unfortunately, you, are even, you even have a kind of knowledge of them. You are character deficient. You can't last. I don't care how great God has told you you are going to be. If you are character deficient, you can't last in God's ordination for your life. So how to achieve your career? Yes, wrong with it, but be disciplined with character. Be disciplined with finance. Because actually, your character at the point, I mean, your, your, your career at the point will demand some finance from you. I do say that purpose will cost you before it pays you. Purpose will cost you before it pays you. So you have to be disciplined in those three aspects. How do I achieve my career? Number three, engage the principle of consistency. You've got to be consistent. Yes, you've started, you're running with it, but are you consistent? Imagine we started this impact clinic in April. If I look at the challenge that surrounds today, it's a raining day. 
Maybe I should just have called and say, <laughs> Let, let's suspend it. But imagine. So consistency is the key. Consistency is the key to your achievement. So career is not what you know you do for a while, then you put it away. It's a lifetime course. It's a race you run till the end of time. So Paul said, I have finished my course. It was not what he ran for two years and he backed out. And that is why I said, character on this premise of my discussion, it has little or nothing to do with your paid employment. Because you can be sacked from that, but you can't be sacked from your course of life. You can retire, you can be retrenched, you can be fired. But when it comes to why God ordained you, you don't come to the end of it until you come to the end of your life. And that is how you know the difference between your job and the work God has committed to your hands. So, career is, is, is a lifetime course, a race that you keep running. And you've got to be consistent with it. If you don't have a going concern plan in business, there is what we call a going concern. You don't just start a business and you don't you you can't tell us what the business will be like in the next 10 years. That means you, you don't have a going concern. So you must have a going concern. What's my plan to keep up to grow in what God has called me into? Starting in the first place is good. But may I ask you what is your plan to continue? Yes, God had called you. You have to be you, you, that God. You should raise young ladies for the, for kingdom or to raise kingdom marriage. And you organize two seminars after them. We can't hear about you again. You said God has called you as an author. You wrote two books, three books, and we can't hear about you again. You said God has called you to the singing ministry, and you 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 only compose one song. You publish an album, and that is the end. No, you must be consistent. Your career is not a one-off adventure. Your career, your purpose, the reason God creates you is not a one-off adventure. How do I achieve my career? You've got to be self-motivated. You must have self-motivation. The difference between your job and your career is that for your job, you need to be motivated through remuneration, through salary. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, thank you very much. I, and, I, and I'm sorry for cutting, for cutting in there, but, but we have a question here and I wanted to bring it up to you before we run out of time. This says, good afternoon, sir. Question, is there anything called family career? Is there any family career? And then this person also put it right. I said, because I have overheard some people say I'm doing my father's job. So is there anything called uh, family career? I wanted you to address that as you, as you go to the end of the presentation. Thank you. All right. That, that, that's an expedient question to ask. I hope one of these days we are going to talk about parenting. Yes, God can call, the, call you rather into the same thing he had called your father into. But it's not a cast in stone. We've seen people, we've read stories of people who possibly their fathers are medical practitioners and they said, your my children must also be in the medical line. But please, you must search within yourself and be sure that is the same thing God has called you to. So if you ask me, I will say that God has not given everybody the same assignment. We may have, our assignment may be alike. Yes, you can be a medical doctor. Your father can also be a medical doctor. But your field is different. You know, I talked about where am I to function. Mm -hmm. You must find your niche. So, but the, 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 I've seen a trend where uh, the, the father is a medical doctor and all of his sons are medical doctors. Yeah. If those sons are sure this is what God had called them into fine. You know, we must be able to know the difference between achievement and fulfillment. Your profession can give you achievement, 
But what gives you fulfillment is God's ordination for you. Such that when you come to the end of your life, you can also say, I have finished my course. I have fought the good fight. And now there is a crown. If you can say that, at the end of your life, you can say, yes, I've built mansion, I've built estate, I've built all of those things. Yes, those are your, your achievements. But can you say, I have delivered the message I was sent? So if you go through the line of your father's business or your mother's business, if at the end, the, 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 at the end, you can say, it is finished. And that it is finished is not that I've just come to the end of my life, but I have done what God has sent me. When Jesus said it is finished at the, at the cross, he's not saying I'm dying. I mean, life is because we know that he resurrected after the third day. So life continues. But when he said it is finished, it means now the mandate delivered to me. I'm done. And that is what it means to die empty. So, yes, the, the, to answer the question in a simple term with either yes or no may be dicey for me. But I believe with what I said, you've picked the, the, the answer. It can be, if it is not a force, if it's not like it's a do or die affair because I'm a doctor or because your father is a pastor, I also have to be a pastor. It should be that, yes, my father is a pastor, but I'm not a pastor because my father is a pastor. I'm a pastor because God said, this is where he had called me into. Um, my father is a farmer. I'm not a farmer because my father is a farmer. I'm a farmer because God called me into this. And possibly he orchestrated my journey to also be raised by a farmer as a father. I hope we've been able to answer that question. Yes. If there is need for clarity, you can still uh, you know, put up your question wherever you're confused so that we can you know, clear off any gray area. But we will wrap up with this so that we can answer other questions that we have. What we are talking about is how can I achieve my career? I've talked about running with it. I've talked about being disciplined with your character, your finance, your time. Then I said engage the principle of consistency. I'm going to talk about self-motivation. Okay, we've started on that. And I said that the difference between what you are called to do and your job is that for your job you need remuneration in form of salary in form of commission in form of you know incentive to to keep doing it but for what god has called you to do the motivation is first intrinsic the, your motivation is first internal your motivation is first you yourself before any external factor you, you, you may not need anybody to appraise you for what God, God had called you into. Three times, Paul was beating 39 strokes. Was it a motivation? But he kept doing it. In fact, the, in, the, in the book of Acts, at a point, Paul was beaten to the point that they thought he was dead. And brethren took him through the basket, threw him over the fence. And the next thing they saw was that he was going to propagate again. <laughs> Because that is the cause of his life. So you need that self-motivation. Because I do say that you cannot drive anything to the shore of success if you have nothing driving you. You can't drive your career to the shore of success if there is nothing that is driving you. And so, in order to attend to other questions, we have just about four minutes to the end of this section i want to conclude on this note that brethren do not make your career choice based on situation but based on conviction and i think this also answers the question that came in it should not be based on situation my father is a this or my brother is this my 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 friends are this but it should be based on conviction based on conviction and that is why i, I keep you know making reference to paul because I saw a man that finished well. So at a point in his life, he said, what will separate me? What will separate me? Is it death? Is it famine? Is this, this, is this? He said, nothing. Because in the midst of all this, I am more than a conqueror. So it may, economically, 
it may not be uh out do a lucrative job in court but you know that there is a satisfaction within you you are convinced about it and this is the way not to live a frustrated life i believe we are blessed this afternoon Hallelujah. praise god wow amazing 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 yes Yet another amazing session today on Impact Clinic with Shemu Oyedele on Gospel Best Radio. And thank you to our there, our there listener. I only have the name of Lady here saying to us, uh, thank you, sir. And, and, and that's in response to, to that question, the question on the family and the family career. The person who posed that question has also uh, responded with thank you, sir. So meaning that uh, the answer has been, has been useful. And yes, this has been a very, very interesting, interesting uh, program. So, if you want to listen to this again, uh, Shun, this is what we are going to do at 4 p.m. We are going to put it on air again so that this young will be on air again at 4 p.m. for those uh, who, who may have missed it. But we thank you all for tuning in today. Thank you, Olaidi, for asking that question about family uh, family career. And I, and I thank God for, for granting the, uh, the grace uh, by Holy Spirit to answer that question correctly because that's exactly how it is. It is not, the point is not whether you are doing um, what your father did what your mother did it is whether you are doing what God has led you to do what has called you to do it could be the same that your father did it could be the same that your mother did but are you called to do it are you led to do it as the Lord equipped you to do it and then the thing you said about character too is absolutely important because no matter how much skills you have uh, if character is not there uh, then it will not uh, you, you are not going to go uh, that distance at all and I do hope that you all still remember those seven questions. Uh, if you can't remember them, listen to, to the program again at 4 p.m. Now that we have two sessions now of Impact Clinic, we are going to create a portal on Gospel Best Radio. Because this will be the second one. So we, we, we just, we head back because we had only one. Now we have a second one. Now we're going to have uh, a, a portal on Gospel Best Radio where people can listen to uh, back episodes of Impact Clinic. We have two now. So the one for April and this one for May. We're going to put them on. So uh, before you uh, leave Gospel Best Radio, if you want to join our community, we'll, we'll be we'll be glad to have you as a member of the Gospel Best Radio community. We're a Christian community on radio, uh, different programs on air uh, to edify the Christian, uh, the Christian, uh, the Christian pilgrim. Yes, yes, yes. To edify the Christian pilgrim. So do not say just tap that form. Or d- d- Sorry, tap that block on our page that says uh, join our community. I will be glad uh, to have you with us again. Shimon, thank you very much for making the time today. Thank you for your commitment. And I love this kind of commitment. You know, you mentioned something earlier on. You said that, look, uh, if you were not committed, if you did not have like a drive for this, given the rain, the heavy rain in Lagos today, you'd have sat back and said, look, I'm sorry, Brother uh, please, let's cancel today's session. But you see, uh, that is what uh distinguishes those who have a drive who have a calling and those who are just doing things half-heartedly half-heartedly nothing should be done half-heartedly uh, this has been a blessing thank you very much for joining us today god bless you god bless you very good uh Shim, do you want to say a word of prayer uh, just to help those who are listening yes yeah thank you very much sir mm. we, we're gonna pray i'm gonna say a few words of prayer with you yeah about i also want to prepare your mind towards june's edition okay we're going to be looking at believers exploits okay good believers exploit because we cannot be talking about this career and we will not make believers understand that they are made for exploit yeah heavenly father we thank you for this session thank you because you are diffusing every confusion out there yes people are confused about where to go how to move how to achieve how to become an instrument in God's hand or how to be a blessing and a channel to this generation. Yes. Thank you because you are giving light. Yes. Thank you because you are giving understanding. Yes. Thank you because that spirit that is in man and the inspiration of the Lord that gives understanding is still much available to rest upon everyone out there. Mm-hmm. And so we are praying that that spirit rests mightily upon them and they have understanding of what they have been called what they have been created, what they have been born to do in yes. the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you because they are coming into that, that path that Jesus came to in the book of Luke, chapter 14, 17 to 18, where he said, now, they gave him a scroll and he said, you ready? The spirit of the Lord is upon me for yes. he has anointed me to do this. And he began to state his mission statement. Mm-hmm. I pray for everyone out there who are confused. 
begin to know from today your mission on earth, Amen. your vision on earth, Amen. your commission on earth Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. And together we will bless the world oh, yes, and Lord. we will make it with God. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. God bless you. Really good. Gospelbellsradio.com is a community of believers learning together, praying together, bearing one another's burdens, and engaging the culture with the mind of Christ. To listen to live programs, tune in to www.gospelbellsradio.com. God bless you. Hello, friends. My name is Bemini, and I love listening to gospelbellsradio.com. Hello friends, my name is Biodun and I love listening to gospelbellsradio.com. Hello friends, my name is Odo Ayo and I love listening to gospelbellsradio.com. Learning together, praying together, bearing one another's burdens and engaging the culture with the mind of Christ. To listen to live programs, tune in to www.gospelbellsradio.com. God bless you.